Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right, it's another day. It's another episode of your daily scrum with professional scrum trainers, Ryan Ripley and Todd Miller. Todd, how you doing? Doing pretty good. It's Monday. It is Monday. Although in the future, it may not be Monday. I don't know. We'll Thank have goodness. to see. <laughs> All right, we get together each and every day to help you do Scrum a little bit better. Be sure to check out the description. Lots of stuff about our book, Fixing Your Scrum, website, agileforhumans.com, where all of our classes and other fun stuff exist. Community.agileforhumans.com. It's an online community full of Agile practitioners that are looking to get better at Scrum. Some self-paced courses on the Scrum framework. Daniel Vicanti's Agile Metrics course is up there. Lots of great stuff to check out. Uh, we hope to see you over there. The, the network is free, and uh, yeah, come and join us. Let's participate. Todd, today's question, can Scrum and XP work together? What do you think? In a software shop, this is my opinion, in a software shop, I, I think it's mandatory. Love it. I, I really do. I, I mean, you know my background, Ryan, uh, the first few years of this Agile thing, I did extreme programming, right? Um Doing the best we could uh, and, and navigating, implementing the values, principles, and practices of XP, not to a T, and and not um, and I don't think it's implied that you have to do everything that XP says. But we, I mean, the people that I was working with at the time really dug deep into reading this book and doing everything we could to do the best we could with XP. And then um, we did a Scrum and then we actually went XP and Scrum, uh, which was a great addition uh, to what we were doing uh, when we went XP and Scrum. You know, Todd, I, I got into this conversation, I think it was over the weekend, I sent out a tweet. I opened up the tweet machine and I got a lot of responses and, and Ron Jeffries was one of them and he ended up writing a really nice after post about it. And, and Ron and I, I think we completely agree on Scrum and XP, but he posed a great question, right? Maybe a follow on to this since we, I think we have a minute or two. Once you have XP, why Scrum? And I thought, what a great question. Yeah, 
you know, that's, it's, I'm trying to be reflective of that right now and determine why we decided to start using Scrum. And I think that um, XP has a lot of really great principles, uh, practices, and values. I mean, sound familiar, right? Yeah. I think there's right. a lot of congruence um, between Scrum and, and XP. But 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 uh, Scrum started answering questions that we were struggling with answering. Um, uh, namely, uh, accountabilities, right? Uh, value um, in XP, like I, like it's really it's really developer centric. Um, and now I may I may be remiss in my in my in my XP stuff. So any XP nerd out there, forgive me. I mean, I haven't really hardcore studied or implemented well, just XP. They have the concept ago. of the XP customer. Yes. Right. Yeah, but it but it feels like that XP customer, and, and I think that's a great addition. But it. I, for me, Todd, and maybe maybe this will help build out the, the discussion a bit. I felt that when, when doing XP, because I started as an XP guy and then shifted into Scrum as well, love XP. I think Kent and, and others built out a, a great thing there. There was a lack of connection back to the overall organization. And I think when we brought Scrum into the picture, it created a cadence for us to work within that, you know, the, the, the guides and guards of, of Scrum are actually, or the boundaries and constraints are valuable. Time boxing was valuable. Um, but also the sprint review, especially connected us back to the customers, the stakeholders, the executives, and then the explicit retrospective gave us a, a focused opportunity to improve. And I think that those were some really interesting um, aspects of, of bringing Scrum into the mix. And I also will will stand by this till the day I die. A daily Scrum is far superior to a, a standup, right? The daily Scrum is, is planning collaboration. The standup was more status oriented and, and I, I just think those those slight additions, because XP is great on its own. I think Scrum is in, is intentionally insufficient and needs something like XP for technical excellence. Um, the two together, though, Todd, I think they they just fill the few gaps that each of them have. That uh, it, it's just like a good puzzle which, piece, which fit. is kind of where I was going. You know, you're mentioning the cadence, the heartbeat um, yep. that that you bring. You know, uh, with and the accountabilities where you have like. I mean, it's really hard when you're in a group of developers, and <clears throat> I mean, it can be, it can kind of get to be this thing where you 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 do sense, you do kind of lose the customer a little bit because, like, where your mindset is, at least where my mindset is, is is when I'm developing is just awesome, clean code, yeah. right? Yep. Like, uh, like uh, test-driven development, right? Good, awesome practice from XP, and you know, you're talking about like optimizing your ability to deliver as quickly as possible, but you're thinking about refactoring and doing all these things all the time. It can be really easy to lose a little bit of sympathy with a customer and, and Scrum, you have this accountability product owner. Same thing with your process. You just, just be like, yeah, but this is working. Let's not change it. Like, because uh, we're not process junkies if you're a developer, you're a, yeah. a code junkie. Um, so I, I think that um, that brings it to it. But the flip side of that, um, Scrum doesn't tell you when to release. It just tells you that at the end of every sprint, um, there should be a potentially usable product increment. Uh, extreme programming is a, a, a large advocate for small releases, yep. right? And then practices that lead you to small releases like continuous integration, like- Well, release planning was an explicit topic mm -hmm. in, in XP, right? And it's not necessarily in Scrum. It's more of a agile product management practice. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think you're right. There's some really good, and, and I wanna be super clear. <clears throat> to our XP friends out there, great XP teams are delivering super valuable, awesome mm -hmm. software without mm -hmm. Scrum. <clears throat> we just tend to think that Scrum brings in a few things that can be helpful, yeah. right? 
And I'm sure there's great scrum teams out there that aren't using XP. I just think there's a good marriage here. And, uh, and, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't want to get up on a soapbox and say what's better than the other, right? Like I, I I'm just, I'm over that whole thing. Uh, you know, there, there aren't any, there aren't any agile holy wars anymore. Like let's, no. let's all just, let's all just well, work together and find what's best in the context of every situation that you're working in. You could have a shop that's Scrum, XP, and Kanban. There we go. You could have oh, a yeah. shop that's Scrum. You could have a shop that's XP. You could have a shop that's XP and Kanban. Sure. I mean, and you know what is important? Delivery. delivery. Ship yeah, it. Deliver. Yeah, the whole right. point if, of all of this nonsense, the whole yeah. point of this YouTube channel, our classes, our book, everything that we do is to get teams to ship it. The increment is what's important, right? right? right if you're right. getting a, a usable increment that delights customers each and every sprint or during each and every cadence, uh, you're winning. Yeah. Keep it up. We good? I like it. Good talk. Right. I could talk all day about XP. End screen time. Maybe we'll come back to this topic. Let us know in the comments. Do you have any other questions about Scrum and XP and the combinations or XP on its own? Uh, let us know. Check out the socials. A lot of activity going on. Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Like and subscribe so you never miss a video. Speaking of videos, some videos are going to pop up below. We think you'll like them. The algorithm does too. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward. Do some great things. If you have not read Extreme Programming Explained by Kent Beck, read it. I think the first edition is a little better than the second, but each either one will do. And then see if any of those practices fit within if they're complementary to your scrum work. I bet they are. All right, we'll see you next time. Let us know. Till then, have a great one. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.